0: Previously on Myth, Tarot, Love, we examined the Four of Wands and Cinderella. Today's show will focus on the Five of Wands and the battle between the Lapiths and the Centaurs.
1: Myth and Tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, wands, and symbols, and all of the above. Myth, Tarot.
0: Welcome to Myth, Tarot, Love, show about ancient stories and new-aged wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And
1: I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: Hello. We're talking about the Five of Wands today. Yes. Um, As you probably remember from previous episodes, uh, the fives tend to be a little bit... uh, a little bit angry, oh. <laughs> just a, just a tad, mm-hmm. right? So if we remember uh, the five when it was applied to the cups, we had kind of this splitting up, um, this the splitting up of relationships, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, when we had the five applied to the pentacles, it was the card of poverty. Um, the five applied to the swords, we had this battle type scenario where you had one person who thought they were a clear winner and other people who think they're clear losers. In the Five of Wands, we have another kind of battle. Mm-hmm. Um, So this is more the idea of conflicts between people who, um, or between forces, I should rather say, because it's not always between people. It's uh, between the forces that are equally well-matched, mm-hmm. right? So where the Swords was more like, there was kind of this clear winner, clear loser type, but still this battle going on with the, with the wands. It's not so clear. Um, everyone very much feels like they are in the right or they are fighting to defend themselves, etc., etc. Um, if we look at this card, what we have is kind of this, like, first thing that really jumps to mind is it just looks chaotic. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, we have five people and, each of them is holding a great big stick, which is the wand in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, it's it's a large rod. I would say more like, um, or like a staff. Staff. Staff is the right word. Yes. <laughs> like think Rey from Star Wars, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? She's she she battles with her staff. These people are definitely fighting each other with a staff. Um, they are all fighting different people. Some people are fighting two at a time. Some are kind of being, defending from two at a time. It looks
0: very chaotic. Yeah,
1: like, all all. everything is just jumbled up. There's not really much order happening here. Um, None of the people are really wearing the same thing, which means that none of them are really on the same side. Mm -hmm. Each, it's an every man for himself Mm -hmm. kind of card. And I would say that every man for himself is a very good way of, kind of summarizing some of the ideas that are happening here in the Five of Wands. Um, something else I'd like to bring to your attention is the idea that everyone is on um, somewhat level ground, but the ground is very rocky. Hmm. There's a lot of bumps in it. So it's it's interesting. You don't often see in tarot um, images of ground being level but bumpy. So I would say this is, once again, reinforcing the idea that everyone is kind of at the same level or same strength mm-hmm. with each other, but that doesn't mean it's easygoing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that this card is kind of similar to the Two of Swords. For If you remember, the Two of Swords had this idea of equally balanced energy, but in that case, it was more like one force against a second force, and they balanced each other out and kind of canceled and made this tense peace, if you will. In this case, it's not really necessarily just two forces against each other. There's multiple, normally. It can can still be two, uh, but the main difference is that they don't really balance each other out. It just makes more chaos, (laughs) right? So let's talk a little bit about what that's like. So you've got outer conflict and you've got inner conflict. And uh, also, let's remember that the wands is very much a fire element, right? So fire can be both destructive and dangerous and chaotic, but it can also be very creative. And one of the ways that um, creativity is brought forth is through ideas. So I think that a lot of times when this card appears, it shows up um, in cases where a new idea has kind of brought everything into chaos, Mm, right? uh So it's like... well, you know, people in general tend to try tend to avoid change, right? Um so I feel like this card often comes forth um in that situation where a new idea has been brought forth and there's a lot of resistance. Mm,
0: kind of throwing like everything for a loop or bringing things yeah. them,
1: more chaotic. Exactly. Um this card especially will show up a lot for the person who has been the one to bring forth that idea and they are getting a lot of resistance in return. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're, I don't know, part of a team and you want something to go one way and everyone is not agreeing with you <laughs> and everyone wants to go their own way. There, Once again, that every man for himself mm-hmm. um, kind of idea or every person for themselves, uh, which is the modern way to say mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I just
0: I sent you a wink. I'm like, yep. <laughs> uh,
1: when you get a bitty wink, that's when your day is made. Aww. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so once again, I think this idea of every person for themselves is a really common and age old idea. Um, we we tend to not want to organize ourselves all the time, like especially if, um, especially if there has been a a new absence of power made everyone believes that they are the rightful leader kind of idea yeah. so that's something that could that could cause this outer conflict where you have a bunch of people who are equally matched equally well suited for a task and everyone wants it themselves um of course the main theme in here is this idea of order versus chaos mm-hmm. right so if so, of course, one of the best ways to overcome this is to have some sort of order put in place. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could have... So in the case of, let's say, a king dies and there's all these people fighting for the succession, perhaps there is a law put in place for how, uh, how to find the next king, right? Or there's some sort of, mm-hmm. I don't know, tournament or something like that will, will be put into place to have that, that succession. And, of course, our own lives... Um, This could also be an internal conflict. So perhaps you are a student, for example, um, and you are starting a new school year, which is very likely because it's September September. and a lot of people are starting new school years Mm -hmm. right now. Um, It can feel like you have all of these different courses all being thrown at you at once, especially if you're taking five courses, gasp. (laughs) Um, I'm just using the word five because it's the five of wands. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I, how many I took. That's how many you took? From oh, university? Yeah. You took five courses? Yeah. I took... Well, yeah. I took four. Yeah. That would have been more manageable. Yeah, it was more manageable. <laughs> yeah. You are a beast. Yeah. Biddy is the beast. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah. So if you have all these, all this information coming at you at once, it can feel very chaotic. So the tarot, the wisdom of the tarot is, of course, to say, find some way of organizing that, you know, maybe get a planner of some sort, get Mm -hmm. some, get some order going in, get a calendar. Get a calendar. Put it on on that calendar when all your assignments are due.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is what saved (laughs) me. It was my Google Calendar. So Um,
1: important. Yeah. Organizing not only when things
0: are due, but, like, how I'm going to spend my time, when things are going to get done, or else I would feel so anxious.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Um, You know, get a binder. Put your stuff in the binder in order (laughs) instead of just, like, shoving it into your bag which turns into a black hole because it never comes out again, (laughs) right? Um, I think we've all had that experience Mm -hmm. at some point. But that's kind of another, I guess, more tame version of the Five of Wands as well. Um, Also kind of more of an internal conflict, the Mm. individual conflict. Um, The main theme that we need to think about, though, of course, is that when... Every person, or in this case, every course, right, is only looking out for itself, you get this chaos, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Like, if, for example, you have five courses and all your professors uh, decide that your, you know, exams are going to be on the same day, that's just not manageable, right? Um, And that is
0: when you go to them and you tell them. (laughs) I have...
1: Four I the exams on the same day
0: or the assignment I'm, on the same day but you don't do it two days before the assignments are due no you, you do have, it well before you do it
1: when it's been <laughs> assigned as yes. soon as it's been assigned um and then you look at your calendar and say oh nope there's a conflict and that's when it's a lot better than the day before mm-hmm. <laughs> or when two am, days before even yeah. yeah
0: much more likely to say of course I'll give you an extension of
1: course yeah we'll we'll organize that for you mm-hmm. and that's part of the way of overcoming that kind of chaos, is you have a system, you have order, you have the tools required to overcome that chaos. Um, And who knew that the tarot could give us such excellent student advice, right? (laughs) Or at least when you're learning uh, education, yeah. Um, Yeah, so I'm just going over my notes because I organized things. Yeah, so basically, um, in in conclusion, this card is really trying to tell you that um, one of the best ways you can get out of this situation is also to avoid it altogether by preparing yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So, in cases where you're presenting a new idea, you can expect there's going to be a lot of pushback, right? Um, People, tend to not like change that much, right? So um, if you can predict the ways that they might push back and create some sort of order or system, perhaps, uh, you know, scaffold out your uh, the way you're going to present the idea into little chunks more manageable, easier to, easier to chew, um, you can avoid some of the chaos that's going to be caused by the introduction of that, that new idea as mm-hmm. well. Alright, um, so, mm-hmm. what kind of story? I hear we're talking about centaurs today. We are talking about
0: centaurs today, yes. So this is, it's funny you say, it, it can be a battle but not a battle, but I'm going to be talking about a battle today. Oh, it's definitely
1: a kind of battle. Okay. It's like the inner battle and outer battle. Outer battle. battle. This sometimes is... all around battle. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just fighting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, when I was yeah thinking about this card and looking at this card, I you know, the words that came to mind for me were chaos and conflict. And this is a theme that we actually see a lot in... Greek mythology and especially in Greek art um, Mm -hmm. in terms of um, on architecture, so on buildings. Um, And this is a theme of order versus chaos and civilized versus barbarism. Yeah. It's very common in Greek mythology. And like I said, we actually see these stories on Greek temples, um, which tell us that they weren't only popular, but that they're also important enough to them that they would want to engrave these stories onto their sacred monuments. Ooh, So... So there were battles to be had. Oh yes, many many a <laughs> battle to be had. So, um, yeah. So like I said, there are actually a few stories that kind of fit into this category. Um, the first is the Titanomachy, and that was the battle between the Titans and the gods. Right. Um, and we, did t- I believe, we discussed a bit about that when we talked about Zeus and his ascension to becoming ruler of the gods. I think some of the he- things
1: he did. Some yeah. of the things he
0: did, I think that was a King of Cups, I could be wrong.
1: I think you're right, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I believe we talked about that then, and you're going to hear me say the word um, maki a lot, that's just um, ancient Greek for battle, so Titanomachy is Has literally... nothing to do with sushi. <laughs> maki <Mac-y> rolls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Yes, no, not sushi, um, it is Greek for battle, so Titanomachy <laughs> is literally like the battle with... The Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that one. There's also the Gigantomachy, so battle between the Giant. gods and the giants. Yeah. So the Amazonomachy, battle with the Amazons. <laughs> and the, makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> we're getting there, yeah. And the Centauromachy, which is the battle that I'll be talking about today between the Lapiths and the Centaurs.
1: So if you are a student, you can just call it the um, assignment <laughs> Sign Saimachy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, that's terrible that's okay please we'll move think on who, we'll carry think on okay <laughs> yes okay i'll just leave <laughs> no 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 <laughs>
0: all right so the story i'm gonna butcher this guy's name it'll it'll come to me perithous perithous i'm to say it a few times um okay. he was the king of the lapiths and uh, who were a tribe from thessaly uh so perithous was to be married to or married a woman named Hippodemia, uh, which funny enough means I think tamer of horses. That's cool. So it's kind of cool because you know centaurs, um, and they invited the centaurs actually to their wedding. And centaurs,
1: by the way, are half person, half half horse, man,
0: half horse. Yes, yeah. li- my next. And and like the <laughs> the
1: the chest part is man, and yes. the bottom part is a horse. Yes, otherwise yeah. no. not fawns. For oh no, wait. Huh? Fawns are kind of like centaurs, only they're goats, right? Yeah. Goats. Okay.
0: Yeah. And still the same, like man on top. Yeah. Beast on bottom.
1: Ghost on the bottom. Oops, sorry. Ghost. G- goat <laughs> on the bottom. Ooh. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. yeah, So that half man, half. Uh, horse, and the reason that they were invited is actually because they were cousins with Perithous, since um, Centaurus, um, which was the forebear of the centaurs, uh, apparently had sprung from the seed of Perithous's father, um, Aixion, when he ejaculated into a cloud that looked like Hera. Wow. And then out sprang the first, well, this guy, Centaurus. Um, and then he then mated with some mares, and that's how the half race was
1: born. Okay. So this, like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes you. Yeah, take I'm, a I'm doing like the family tree in my head. Yeah. So. I feel like they're not, they're less cousins more. So, so second uh, cousin. Second cousins are cousins. Second cousins. Like
0: with, oh with no no skin. cousins,
1: because Prithis' father ejaculated, right? Yeah, or was it his grandfather? So wasn't it being nephews. I think so. So his close. uncle was the cloud. Either way, guy, and then his cousins are the centaurs.
0: No, but it was his father, not his co- uncle, that did this. So it'd be kind of like brother. Oh.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, it's like more like nephews. then. Yes. Huh. That's so, interesting.
0: Either way, <laughs> <laughs> family relation ish, and so invited to the wedding.
1: Um, was what was Prithus then? He was a king. He wasn't, yes, he was a king. He wasn't he was a, a god. No, nope,
0: not a god. Just a king, a hero guy, dude. Okay. Nothing, like, overly special at this point.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so they were at the feast, you know, wedding. Everyone's enjoying themselves, indulging in some wine. Um, when, unfortunately, the centaurs kind of lost control of themselves after only a few drinks. Um, because they were... Again, seen as wild and uncivilized, and they just mm-hmm. weren't used to drinking. So, again, <laughs> thinking of school and, you know, off to university for the first time. I definitely have a few uh, uh, freshmen
1: get yeah, a out of happens. control with the drink.
0: You're just yeah. not used to it. Um, <laughs> but what no one should do is what the centaurs did. They actually ended up attacking the bride on the altar. Oh, dear. Um, and they tried to have her way with her. Um, as have, well, have their way with it. that's my nice <laughs> way of saying it, <laughs> yeah. Um, and her attendants, so uh, all the women there, oh, the geez. centaurs kind of got a little randy and tried to take them away. Um, one of these centaurs, uh, Eurytion, um, tried abducting uh, Hippodamia, so the bride, but luckily the hero Theseus happened to be at this wedding um, because he was friends with uh, her husband Perithous,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and he joined in the fight to rescue Hippodamia.
1: And they couldn't defeat the hero.
0: They could not defeat the hero. No, so so they were able to overtake the centaurs, and they apparently even cut off the ears and the nose of Eurytion, who the one who took the bride, and they threw him out. Wow! Defeated them all. Yeah. So.
1: Them centaurs.
0: Them centaurs. Them
1: rowdy centaurs. Yeah.
0: Um, so I feel like this speaks to kind of again that uncontrollable nature of the five of wands. Yeah, definitely chaos, the chaos.
1: The, the, the yeah, definitely the chaos, and then having the order of a hero come in and, and to restore restore that. the order of yep. the location. Yeah. So you've got this. This also this idea that they were challenging the order by taking the bride mm-hmm. as well would be mm-hmm. kind of in the in the spirit of the five of wands. Okay. Good. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, the challenging of order and it being restored with um, with someone who represents order mm-hmm. would definitely...
0: And civilized behavior and yes, because he could drink like a proper person is supposed to and handle his, his yeah. wine.
1: Unfortunately, like a lot of times there's just no reasoning with people when they have are mm-hmm. far gone mm-hmm. in the drink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the what that's one of the th- the things I think would also be represented with the 5 of wands is that um in or like the only way to have the only way to like the best way to have dealt with that situation was to avoid it. Yeah. Right? Like once but they all got drunk yeah. it was already too late. It was too late. Yeah. And the the way to avoid it
0: would be to either A not invite them at all or B not give them any wine which would not be very hospitable or maybe say you
1: know like every centaur is allowed one drink yeah and and that's it
0: you are one and cut off one drink
1: and then a drink of water yeah (laughs) you have to drink another you have to drink a whole Mm -hmm. glass of water before you can earn your second Mm -hmm. drink right something like that some sort of order some sort of rule to be put in place to kind of Mm -hmm. get it get it together
0: (laughs) get it together get
1: it together man yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, so that is the main story, which is a very short one. So since it was so short, I thought I would tell you another fun one about Perithous and Theseus. Ooh. That sounds good. Yes, sure, yeah? of course. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so sometime later, I, I don't know the exact time, um, Hippodamia and uh, Phaedra, who was Theseus's wife, they actually both died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the friends decided to go looking for new wives together. So, here's this little bromance journey for them. So, since they were both famous and of high birth and heroes, um, they decided that only a daughter of Zeus would be worthy of them.
1: Oh, my. Mm -hmm. Someone's a little high and mighty themselves. They both
0: are, yes. So, (laughs) Theseus chose Helen, who we've talked about before.
1: Not a good choice. Well, like, you know, apparently everyone's choosing her.
0: Well, so this (laughs) is the thing. So, this is before the Trojan War. This is... Before everything had happened, so she wasn't even old enough to marry at this point. When he was like, Hmm, I want this one, I want that one. I heard you know she's supposedly very attractive. Um, and so the two men went to smart to Sparta and snatch up Helen and took her to Athens that's where these wow. So she was all
1: like before Troy, she Mm -hmm. was even already gone through quite a bit,
0: yes. Well, if you remember, um. That this is the reason why the oath of Tendarius was even put into place was because she was kidnapped before, and so that's when everyone had to promise that they wouldn't that a that they wouldn't steal her, and b if someone <laughs> did, everyone would have to go and get her back because is, it all
1: had already happened. Because it, yeah, so by this, these this two, by
0: these two guys, these the are the reasons. Yeah, so they took her, took her back to Athens, um, where Theseus left. Uh, Helen with his mother until she was old enough to be married. He's like, right. "Here you go, hold on to this. I'll be back."
1: <laughs> I'll be back when it's ripe,
0: when it's ready. <laughs> um, so then Perithous, he's like, "Okay, helped you out. Now my time, my turn." Yeah. Um, revealed that he actually wanted to marry Persephone. Oh my! Who was already married to Hades?
1: That's probably not a great idea. You don't, wanna, you don't want to. You don't want to steal a god's wife. Mm-mm.
0: Yep, not not really. So reluctantly, Theseus accompanied his friend to the underworld. Because oh, he's a good friend. That's go what friends you. do. You know? I'll go to the underworld. I'll be oh, your wingman and here we go. <laughs> Steal a
1: bride from a god. Uh-huh.
0: So Hades so they actually went up to Hades and he politely listened to their request. Oh my god. And so he invited them to sit down for dinner. Um, but when they sat down on their stone chairs, uh, they were immediately stuck to their seats, and their arms and legs were bound by serpents. Oh. So
1: they couldn't leave. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. And they just stayed there forever?
0: Well, later, a little bit, uh, but later on, as luck would have it, uh, Heracles also came to the underworld in search of Severus as one of his labors. Oh, okay. So it's one of the later ones, you know, yeah. have to come get Severus. Um, So, he he went to the
1: underworld as well. So, he
0: went to the underworld as well. um, And while he was there, he saw Theseus and Perthois.
1: Who were still stuck.
0: Who were still stuck. And, you know, Theseus cried out, saying, oh, you know, you're a conqueror of death. You've come down and you can leave again. Like, you know, help us kind of thing. Yeah. Which he did because, you know, he's a good (laughs) guy-ish. He tries. Um, He tries. So, Heracles, (laughs) you know, he decided to help Theseus and he grabbed onto his arm and he pulled him off the chair um but he left a good part of his backside attached oh, to the chair. Oh no. <laughs> yep. And apparently this is why there's I guess a saying that um the Athenians had small hips because
1: <laughs> <that? laughs> his butt got his, left his butt head. got left in yeah. in the underworld. In the underworld,
0: yep. Um, so Heracles then tried to save Perithous, um, but when he did it, the ground began to shake very violently, and so he backed away and was like, okay, no, like, I can tell the signs here, that's not going to be a good thing, and so Perithous still remains there in the underworld.
1: And that's why we don't, uh, try to steal other people's lovers, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess.
0: Yeah, ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> no matter what, you don't steal someone else's person. Or... Especially a god.
1: Especially a god. Just don't mess with the gods no. in, in general. hmm So that's kind of the story about how he, uh, he was just thinking for himself and not really planning for the outcome. Mm-hmm. And definitely, uh... Got stuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> got stuck, got burned, got all of it. Um I'll do
1: things forever.
0: But the story's not over. Oh okay. So once Theseus returned to the upper world, um, he went back to Athens to find that the Dioscuri, um who are Castor and Pollux, the brothers of Helen, had come to Athens and took Helen back to Sparta. Oh. And they actually took Theseus's mother as well, who would who would become Helen's slave.
1: Oh dear. Mm-hmm.
0: So but also, it didn't
1: work out for him either. It didn't
0: work out so her you know brothers came took her away but also in his absence and absence another man had taken over theseus over theseus oh sorry over athens
1: oh, okay so he actually lost
0: so he lost not only the would-be wife but also his city as well um and so he had to flee and he went to the eye uh, to an island of seros um hoping to find some hospitality just hey like everything's gone i need some help here yeah. um, but the local king was envious of theseus's greatness um and he led him up to a cliff you come see this beautiful view and he pushed him off the cliff and that is how theseus died
1: oh theseus <laughs> didn't even curse him as he was falling no
0: no uh, yeah like with pelops nope.
1: no that's too bad
0: mm-hmm. but he did die basically in the same way as his father did he his father jumped off a cliff when he thought that theseus was dead
1: oh no yeah oh everything is ruined
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay yeah. well even though he was a good friend to go to the underworld. Yep. It worked it out for it. It didn't work badly. out for him because he was still challenging a god.
0: Exactly. And there's the the big always the over overlying
1: um message <laughs> never, there. Never don't mess with gods. Mess nope. Just don't mess with the gods. Mm-mm. That's that's the main story here at Myth Terra. Love. <laughs> Your main takeaway for life. Don't mess don't mess with the gods. Don't mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um yeah. So something I should probably have mentioned earlier was ways of um, ways of actually deescalating some conflict, mm-hmm. which is actually also mentioned uh, in this card. I don't know how much time we have. Yeah, we have we'll, we'll go a little bit over. Yeah, um, yeah go for it. So I'll, I'll make it quick. Like the main idea here is that you've got everyone. Like the more everyone's thinking about themselves the more you're going to make problems, the more that everyone's just going to keep on fighting and the more defensive everyone's going to be. This So um, the best way to really de-escalate the situation according to the tarot is through forgiveness and repentance, hmm. right? So if you, yeah, everyone else is fighting you on this, but if you just ask for forgiveness, if you admit you're wrong... Um, oh. even it depends on it depends on what the situation is, right? Like you might not be wrong, but maybe no one else is wrong either, right? But at least approaching the situation with um, wanting to understand before being understood uh, is one way to start de-escalating the conflict a little bit, right? Um, mm-hmm. going going forward and and just you know repenting for anything. Any harm, or at least asking forgiveness for ways you might have offended, even though you didn't mean to, mm-hmm. right? Because um, chances are, if someone's really fighting up against you, it's possibly because they bl- they've misinterpreted something. Like that's it's very common, actually. <laughs> a lot of times, when you're in a situation of conflict, it's because the person believes you had some sort of bad intention. Maybe you did. If you did, you <laughs> should ask forgiveness. If you didn't, you should say, I'm sorry, I've offended you, that was not my intention, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera. Um, And that's another way that you can kind of start restoring the order to things. Um, So in the case of the centaurs, you know, I guess the whole getting his nose cut off and ears cut off for that one one, uh, Randy centaur was kind of his way of repenting. And it it de-escalated the situation because... um, on. Both sides felt like they had gotten their due right mm-hmm. yeah um, and as long as both sides feel like there's been some sort of uh, agreement reached, that's what's going to prevent the conflict from re resurging mm. if you will. All right yeah, very good. All right so I um, hope you liked this episode everybody. Yes
0: let us know if you did you can do so on all of our social media platforms. We have a group on Facebook. On the internets. Yeah, on the internets, on the things. Join us on the webs. Yes. um, If you like this episode and others, please hit subscribe. That way it'll come to your lovely device every single week. And we would love to hear from you um, through a review as well, even if it's just some stars on iTunes iTunes, it would really appreciate it. We just want to get a couple more.
1: It's true. <laughs> just to get to the
0: five. That way more pe- more people will, will hear of the show that way.
1: Yeah, iTunes does this thing where if you don't have a minimum of five comments, <laughs> it doesn't actually show what the rating is. <laughs> so we'd really mm-hmm. like if the rating were to be shown. It'd be cool. Just, just being honest with all of you. you. Yep.
0: Um, another way that you can support us is we do have a Patreon page if you'd like. It's um, $1 per episode. And I'd like to say thank you to all of our current Patreon members. We appreciate you so much. And yeah, yeah. that's about it, I think.
1: Our uh, words of wisdom mm-hmm. come from the American Tarot Association. It's a little bit longer. I liked a lot of what they had to say. <laughs> Um, You will always succeed if you can tap the fiery energy of the wands, and instead of using it for destructive purposes like fighting and quarreling, use it for constructive purposes. Compromise if you must, but refuse to lose your cool, even while standing on the hottest coals. Myth and tarot, where? Go. Let's talk about stories, wants, and symbols, and all of the above. Myth, terror, love.